Hey there, thank you so much for listening to Something Super Spiritual. My name is Jeffrey Peck, and I am a psychic medium. If you are seeking conversation with loved ones on the other side, or discussion about spirituality, life after life, and anything in between, join me as we discuss all things spirit. We are collectively experiencing a spiritual awakening right now and recognizing that we are much, much more than we once believed. We don't die and life doesn't end. We are eternal spiritual beings living in this crazy 3D virtual world of existence. Let's talk about it. Hi everybody. Thank you for being here with me at Something Super Spiritual. My name is Jeffrey Peck. And I just wanted to do a quick little, just a quick little podcast, a YouTube, whatever, wherever this is going to go. I'm not even quite sure if this is going to air yet. I'm just like, I want to, I've got to, I got to say some things because I just got out of um, a really amazing session with my therapist and um, it brought a lot of light to a lot of places of darkness on my insides. And I think that we all, well, we all have places of darkness within our insides. So let me, let me explain where this is coming from. So this whole role that I am taking on, this calling that I have with spirit, the uh, 2006 when I became attuned to the Reiki and opened up to spirit, you know, the the side effects for me were the ignition of all of the spiritual senses. And I started to sense and feel and see, and I mean see with my third eye, um, and hear with my third ear, <laughs> whatever that's called, your inside ears, um, spirit, right? And um, when spirit comes knocking on your door, if you don't answer, they'll go to your back door. If you don't answer that door, they're going to your sliding glass door. If you don't answer that, if you are hiding behind the couch saying, shh, quiet, they're here, shh, Jesus is here, look busy. <laughs> if you're hiding, they will come to the window. There's, if this is your calling, and I know those of you out there that are listening to this, you're listening to this for a reason. Um, there's no skirting around it. And along with it comes a lot of fear and for me specifically i'm just going to speak about my experience um i've never been a public speaker i've never been one to want to be in front of people speaking um or really you know anything really i'm okay being you know the one in the back of the room the one in the back corner i'm okay being the last one to a party i'm i don't need to be um i don't need to be on stage right i don't need to have the spotlight and along with this fear it's just unusual because you recognize in these this capability of being able to communicate with spirit, opening your mouth is the first way to understand and get validation that it is real, right? It's it's the only way. And 
it's the scariest thing to open up your mouth. I mean, there's a lot of fear that comes with that because you don't want to look wrong. You don't want to look like a fraud. You don't want to look like you're you know, intentionally deceiving anybody, that you're like trying to pull wool over anybody's eyes. This is, this is real. This is very, very real. And um, so, so working through a lot of that. Now, that fear, where does that come from? It comes from my childhood, childhood trauma that apparently I have never felt worthy. Okay. Never felt enough. Um, not really um, secure and confident in my own experiences. Um, so, so uh, therapy, you know, a lot of working through all of that. And I just find it all just absolutely fascinating and um, enlightening. So, so um, here we are fast forward from 2006 to 2023. In the last um, two and a half, almost three years, actually it'll be three years in March when I like fully, although I opened up in 2006 and I started doing mediumship and readings and, and Reiki and all that stuff. Um, in 2019 is when I like officially, um, four years ago already, I officially opened my, my, um, self to consciously moving forward with just that spiritual mediumship. And, um, in doing so, a big fear is getting in front of people, right? Getting in front of people, opening up your mouth, opening up your mouth in front of a group of people, never been a public speaker. So public speaking on top of, of spiritual connection and, and that things that's scary and scary for me. Right. So I've had a lot of, a lot of stuff to work through. Fast forward to now. Um, I have been taking baby steps. You know, I've been marketing myself on Facebook and Instagram and, and I started my podcast last June. A lot of you have been part of this journey and, and have watched me move through it. A lot of you have been saying, get on TikTok, get on, um, YouTube, um, for, for, a few years now and 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 that's been the hardest part because of that fear that vulnerability that feeling of um exposure right just being exposed and and what are people going to say what are people going to think and and i found that there's great power in baby steps you know there's there uh taking these baby steps. You just realize, here's the thing. The fear is an illusion. Your mind makes up lies. Your mind tries to keep you safe, right? Um, your ego, it tries to keep you safe. And so there's, there are these thoughts that just keep the monkey mind keeps swinging from, from branch to branch to branch to branch in your brain that, that it's scary and it's dangerous and we are going to die. And, and so once you take the baby step and you get out onto that platform and you realize, okay, I didn't die. I'm good. Baby step. And you're like, you're solid. And then the next baby step didn't die. You're still alive. You're still here. You're still good. A little bit stronger, a little bit stronger. The podcast last June, I had been wanting to start that for two or three years. It took me that long to find the courage and strength to just like, be like, I'm doing this right. 
and it's been amazing and there have been there's been amazing feedback coming back from all so many of you asking me to not stop and to keep going and thank you for all these guests that I'm bringing on and 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 so many of you are listening to them over and over and over and and you're following all of the people that come on with me and I think that's amazing and it's why I'm doing this because this is my absolute passion from my inside out and I just like love it so much I want to scream it from the mountaintop so my podcast is my mountaintop so that was June um I knew that YouTube was coming. I knew it had to come and I, I needed to to get on YouTube and 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 uh, let people know more people that want to be part of this that just don't know we're here, right? Um so I took that baby step in November. I got on YouTube and what's really interesting is the way that it happened. I had been receiving messages which I know are coming from spirit. It's time to get on YouTube. Get on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I will. I will. I will. Um, leading up to when I did this in November, about a week before my brother messages me and he says, Hey brother, you need to get on YouTube. I like to listen to podcasts when I can watch them. Uh, it works better for me on YouTube and you need to get on YouTube. And I was like, Hmm, yeah, I'm gonna, I will. Sure. And then a few more days go by and he messages me again. Hey brother, you know, I really, I really think you need to be on YouTube. And if you don't know how to do it, you know, just send me all your stuff and I'll find a way I can get you on your YouTube channel. And I'm like, hmm. Okay. Yep. All right. Heaven. I, I hear you. Yep. I'm, I've, I've, I hear the knocks at the door. I hear the knocks at the door. And then um, one Saturday morning I woke up and, and I don't usually go for Facebook first thing in the morning. And this particular morning, I literally just woke up, said good morning to my dogs rolled over, reached for my phone and went straight for Facebook. Now this is, this is how spirit nudges us. This is how spirit gets us and, and just like, like poke, poke, poke. This is what happens when we listen. So I open up Facebook at the very top of my Facebook feed is my friend Savon Champel. He made a post that morning and it said, I don't know who needs to hear this, but you need to get on YouTube and you need to be on YouTube now. Stop hiding, stop remaining under the radar. It's time to put yourself out there. People need you. People need to see you and hear you, hear what you have to say. You need to get on YouTube now. And I was like, oh. okay. All right, heaven. I, I mean, I literally I got up, I took care of the dogs, fed them, took them out, came back in, made coffee, poured myself some coffee, sat down at my computer at 730 in the morning and just started. And, and I sat here at my computer for, oh man, up 12, 13, 14, I worked on it till like 9.30 or 10 that night. So, you know, 14, 15 hours. And I just started going through all of my video of my podcasts, kind of cleaned them up, cleaned up the, the part where we were speaking personally and, you know, um, and a lot of the, maybe the crutch words, you know, and, and where we went off tangent, whatever. Um, cleaned it up just a little bit and then uh, put the intro, the outro and boom, up on YouTube. And I think that first day I must have uploaded about uh, 16 or 18. I mean, it was a, a good chunk. Okay, another baby step conquered, right? So everything's been okay. Um, I'm still alive, right? I'm still here. I feel a little bit stronger um, and I've, I've I've just been like, now the next thing is YouTube era uh, is uh, TikTok. 
And I've been, I've been afraid of TikTok too, because of the vulnerability, the exposure. And I feel like, like TikTok to me is like, I feel like it's a bunch of torch wielding villagers, you know, that are like coming out after us. And I say that because uh, a friend of mine had an experience where she does amazing TikToks and, and she's a psychic medium and, and, and she had a following of like 5,000 people and, and some guys reached out to her and asked her to come on their show and they wanted to talk to her about what she does and they got her on the show and then they told her that she wasn't real if they, if she couldn't, if she couldn't tell them what the numbers were on the inside of this envelope. And she's like, wait a minute, you know, this is not how this works. This is not a magic trick. It's not a, it, it, this, that's just, that's, it's not how the soul operates. The soul communicates with other souls for the purpose of healing and enlightenment and, and, and connection and building each other up and, 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 oh my gosh, it's not, it's not a parlor trick, right? So she says that, and of course they tell her she's not real and, and, um, um, you know, that, uh, it just like makes my heart race. And anyway, out of that, she got another 20,000 followers. Now this is amazing. And I love this story for her. Um, but, but you know, that fear just kind of stuck on, on my insides. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's like, you know, in a past life, I was probably burned at the stake or hung at the gallows for speaking my spiritual truth or being an oracle or maybe I was a witch. I mean, who knows, right? Um, the people that do past life regressions do say that we come in with a lot of these um, unhealed wounds to heal and move through and grow from. Okay, cool. So baby step after baby step, here I go, right? Um, I put myself on TikTok, I think two days ago. I'm still here. I'm still alive, still breathing. <laughs> uh, the haters, the um, cynics, uh, they're not coming for me and that's fine. But you know what? At this point, I, I don't care anymore. I mean, I really don't care because I realized it's not my job to change anybody's mind. It's not my job to prove myself. Um, my job is to connect with spirit and with my sitter, with my group in front of me and bring through their loved ones in a way that proves that they are still there. The evidence that comes through are things that, that so many people say that we Google or we look at Facebook or we look at whatever, everything online. And I'm not going to deny that there are, you know, some unethical people out there. There are unethical people in every industry, in every direction, right? So sure, I'm sure some people do, but not the people, not the people that I know. And, and certainly not myself. Like when I get a reading, I don't even want to know their name. I don't want to, I don't look at my schedule. I look at the schedule and see if I have any, any of that, that next day, do I have anything to be prepared for? Okay. Boom. I see that I have some in my thing. I don't, I don't, I don't want to know their name. Cause I don't want to be scrolling through Facebook and accidentally see them. I want to know anything. And that's what most of that's that's what everybody I know, that's how they operate. So today's session with my therapist was enlightening because we started talking about this fear and where this fear comes from. And 
how I equated it to in November when I got on YouTube. Now, this is a synchronicity. I don't believe in coincidences. This is a synchronicity. A synchronicity uh, defined by Carl Jung is uh, two completely, um, two completely different experiences that are not related in any way happening at the same time that create this unbelievable, meaningful moment to you and you alone, to me and to me alone. Sometimes it happens to us as a group together and we're like, oh, that is so weird. Oh, say, okay, so so I was explaining how I felt to my therapist about the, the haters and the cynics. And I, I'm like, you know, it reminds me of like, it, I, they're like a mouse infestation. It's like the mice aren't going to hurt us. They're not going to kill us. They're not out to kill us. The mice are just doing their thing. They're just doing all they know. And that's like to survive. They smell food somewhere. And I had a mouse infestation in November at the time that I went live on YouTube, afraid of the torch-wielding villagers, right? And I thought, hmm, okay, that's really synchronous. That's like, and I'm as I'm describing this to my therapist, that it's like a mouse infestation. They're not, they don't want to hurt us. They're just looking to survive. They don't know any better. And it's like that with the cynics. They're not out to kill us. They've just forgotten. They literally have just forgotten that they themselves too are a spiritual being first and foremost. And that this body, this vehicle, this meat bag, they think is all that they are and there's nothing else. And that's, that's sad. My heart goes out to them. So I just find it so interesting how in this session with my therapist, we're talking about fear and he asked me, how, how does that change? How do you get out of that? And I told him, I said, well, fear and faith do not live together. Fear and faith are opposite. Faith is upstairs. Fear is in the basement. Fear is in the basement in the dark. Faith is upstairs in the attic with all the windows where it's light. And we have a choice. Are we going to choose to live in fear in that darkness? Are we going to have a a daily experience of living in anxiety. Now I know anxiety. It is, it is lived with anxiety and depression my entire life. So in that fear in the dark, where our mind is telling us at any second, the mice are going to start crawling up our leg. At any second, something's going to grab us from the darkness. At any second, something's going to bite our calf. At any second, something's going to tackle us and we can't see it coming.
And the minute we remember to have faith, faith is the light. The, the minute we remember to have faith, a little pinhole opens up of light. And think about a pinhole in a dark room. Think about one candle lit in a dark room in the back corner. That one candle illuminates the whole room. It's still dark. You can't see, you know, super clear, but it lights up the whole room. And once that candle is lit, think about that. That little pinhole of light starts to open up a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger. You realize you're in the dark, in the empty room where there's nothing there. And if there are mice in there, they're not there to eat you, <laughs> you know? They're just running around that room looking for crumbs. So it made me realize I have a choice. I can choose to hang on to the fear or I can choose to go upstairs. However many, how many, however many levels that might be. And that's awesome. That's a really empowering moment. And it also reminded me of grace to realize that that little mouse doesn't need to die. It doesn't need to live in my place. Let's be clear, but I don't want to kill it. Let's just put it out and, you know, and, and just, you know, create the boundaries around my space that are necessary to keep them out and in their own space. And the same thing when you're out in public, maintaining your own boundaries and realizing that that's just more of an annoyance, those people that come at us. And all we can do is block them, right? I watch a good friend of mine, Teresa Rose, the firehouse medium. She's amazing, you guys. Oh my, she's been on the show twice. And she does Wednesday night lives where about, I don't know, 380 people or more by now are, are watching her live. And she just delivers these messages one right after another, one right after another. And she's just incredible to watch. And, and as I'm watching her, I'm learning because this is where I'm going. And, um, and I'm learning how she's, she's just so calm, cool, collected as she's multitasking all over the place. She is. She's connected to her link in spirit. And that's not going anywhere. As she's watching the chat and everybody saying, Ooh, that's me. Ooh, that's me. That sounds like me. And she's feeling into all of these souls in front of her. Like who, who's this person? Who's this soul and spirit connected to? And she's dialed in. And as she's dialing in, here comes some trolls that are saying whatever. Oh, she's cold reading or she's researching people on Facebook or whatever they say. And she just goes, oh, hold on, guys, I got to block somebody. And I told her one day, I was like, you know, what is just incredible to me is like, you know, that phrase of water off a duck's back where you don't even let anything, you don't even let it get to you. The duck doesn't even feel the water rolling down its back. And I was telling Teresa, I'm like, you know, for you, the water doesn't even get to your back before it can even possibly affect you. That's awesome. So thank you, Teresa, for for being such an amazing role model and guide and 
just way showier. It's just, uh, it's, it's awesome. And, and this whole experience is awesome, you guys, because, because we all walk through life in fear of something. We all have our insecurities. We all have our doubts and, and doubt that insipid virus that can just take over the most confident of people man, woman, whomever can be the most empowered, the most confident, the most secure and doubt can seep in and just like a virus bring somebody to their knees. And that sucks. I mean, that truly sucks when somebody has so much to offer and so much to share with people that can help people that can help open up people's eyes that can help heal the grieving, you know, and, and I, I read somewhere, uh, you know, grief is just love with nowhere to go. And to be able to have compassion and strength to be able to hold that space for somebody who's grieving and just stand there with them. And sometimes grief comes out as anger and that person might be just coming off like the giant dick, you know, I mean, just, just mean and rude and hateful and spiteful, but it's just, it's just grief. It's how their grief is manifesting as anger. And if we could just step back and hold that space with grace and compassion and kindness. Hurt people hurt people. We've heard that over and over and it's true. And I just, um, I hope that we can all come to a place where kindness and love and light, strength, secure, confidence, <laughs> just manages our days and helps us to remember that we are spirit. We are connected. We are one. We are connected with each other as much as we are connected to spirit, source, God, the other side, the unseen world, whatever we want to call it, we are all connected. And in that connection is strength. So I just wanted to have this quick little conversation because it helps me process and move through what I'm moving through. And I hope that it helps you move through what you're moving through because you too are a light in this world that has so much to offer all of those around you. And if you can be that one little candle in that dark room, Think of all of us if we just lit up together. It's kind of awesome. So I'll leave you guys with this. I'll leave you with love and I hope you're having an amazing day and feel free to reach out to me by direct message on either, well, I'm kind of all over the place now. So YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok, LinkedIn, um, my website, jeffreypeck.com. Um, I'm, I'm everywhere. Jeffrey Peck Medium. I think you guys, 
about. All the people that are just getting to know me, that's where I am. Jeffrey Peck Medium everywhere. So um, thank you very much, you guys. I love you all to smithereens. Namaste. Thank you again for listening to the Something Super Spiritual Podcast. If you know someone who would enjoy this episode, please do share it with a friend. For show notes, links, and to purchase a mediumship reading, my website is somethingsuperspiritual.com. You can also easily subscribe and follow the show on your favorite app, sign up for my newsletter for bonus content, and to keep the conversation going, you can easily join the Facebook community. It's all right there at the website, somethingsuperspiritual.com. Signing off for now, namaste. Thank you.